0: Good morning and welcome to Day 18 of Lenten Prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. In the silence of the stars, in the quiet of the hills, in the heaving of the sea, speak, Lord. In the stillness of this room, in the calming of my mind, in the longing of my heart, speak, Lord, for your servant listens. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 21. The King shall rejoice in your strength, O Lord. How greatly shall he rejoice in your salvation. You have given him his heart's desire, and have not denied the request of his lips. For you come to meeting with blessings of goodness, And set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked of you life, and you gave it him, Length of days for ever and ever. His honor is great because of your salvation, Glory and majesty have you laid upon him. You have granted him everlasting felicity. And will make him glad with joy in your presence. For the King puts his trust in the Lord. Because of the loving kindness of the Most High, he shall not be overthrown. Your hand shall mark down all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them like a fiery oven in the time of your wrath. The Lord will swallow them up in his anger and the fire will consume them. Their fruit you will root out of the land, and their seed from among its inhabitants, because they intend evil against you, and devise wicked schemes which they cannot perform, You will put them to flight. When you aim your bow at their faces, be exalted, O oh Lord, in your own might. We will make music and sing of your power. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Crown us, O God, but with humility, and robe us with compassion, that as you call us into the kingdom of your Son, we may strive to overcome all evil by the power of good, and so walk gently on the earth with you, our God, forever. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 9 at verse 46. An argument arose among them as to which of them was the greatest. But Jesus, knowing the reasoning of their hearts, took a child and put him by his side, said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me for he who is least among all of you is the one who is great. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for the one who is not against you is for you. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, He set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans, to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him, because his face was set towards Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, They went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, Let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plough and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Here ends the Gospel reading. This is from an 8th century Irish prayer. Be thou my vision, beloved Lord. None other is aught but the King of the second heavens. Be thou my meditation by day and night. May it be thee that I behold for ever in my sleep. Be thou my speech, be thou my understanding, be thou for me, may I be for thee. Be thou my father, may I be thy son, mayest thou be mine, may I be thine. Amen. Chapter 18 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert The dwelling-place, built on almost solid rock, had no water supply. So one day he summoned the brethren, for he had not yet cut himself off from his visitors, and said, The place I have chosen, as you can see, is without a well. Pray with me, I beseech you, that he who turns the solid rock into standing water, and the flint into fountains of water, may... "'Giving glory not unto us, but unto his name, "'open a spring of water for us on this rocky ground. "'If we dig in the centre of my little enclosure, "'I believe he will make us drink from the river of his pleasures.' "'They dug a pit, and found it next morning "'full of water springing up from beneath. "'Without a doubt, It was the prayers of the saint that had brought forth water from the ground of the driest, hardest kind. This water, strangely enough, kept its original level, never spilling over onto the ground, nor sinking as it was drawn out. God, in his bounty, willed that there should never be any less, nor any more, than was needed. Once the brethren had helped him to build the place, he lived completely alone. At first, if they came over to visit him, he would go out and see to their needs. He would, for instance, wash their feet in warm water. Sometimes they made him take off his shoes and let them return the compliment, for care of his own body was so far from his thoughts that he kept his soft boots on his feet for months on end without ever removing them. If he put new boots on at Easter, they would not come off, till the next Easter, and then only for the washing of feet in church on Maundy Thursday. The monks found long, thick calluses, where the boots had chafed his shins through all his prayers and genuflections. But as time went on, his zeal for perfection led him to shut himself away from sight within the hermitage, rarely talking to visitors, even from inside, and if he did so, then only through the window. Thus he learned to live a hermit's life of prayer and fasting. He used to keep the window open and enjoy seeing his brethren and being seen by them, but in the end he blocked it up and opened it only to give a blessing or for some definite need. We come to our prayers of intercession. Let us pray for the world. Almighty God, who has taught us to make prayers and intercessions for all people. We pray for ministers of religion and all who guide the thoughts of the people. For artists, authors, musicians, journalists, teachers and governors. That our common life may be crowned with truth and beauty for all who heal the body, guard the health of the people, and tend the sick, that they may follow in the footsteps of Christ, the Great Physician. For all on whose labor we depend for the necessities of life, for our farmers, and for those who carry on the commerce of the world, that they may seek no private gain which would hinder the good of all. For parents and children, that purity, love, and honour may dwell in our homes, and duty and affection may be the bond of our family life. For all who draw nigh unto death, that they may know thy presence with them through the valley of the shadow and may wake to behold thy face. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect Prevent us, O Lord, in all our doings, with thy most gracious favour, and further us with thy continual help, that in all our works, begun, continued, and ended in thee, We may glorify thy holy name and finally by thy mercy obtain everlasting life through jesus christ our lord amen and we pray as our savior taught us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil; for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. and finally, a prayer for ourselves. this is a prayer of St. Anselm, O Lord, our God, grant us grace. To desire thee with our whole heart, that so desiring we may seek and find thee, and so finding thee may love thee, and loving thee may hate those sins from which thou hast redeemed us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.